Jen Psaki dodges questions about Hunter Biden's laptop, and this is coming from the most transparent administration in U.S. history. Legislation has been introduced that would allow pregnant persons to kill newborn babies, and headlines mislead of a story about an anti-Putin Russian model's death. We're getting into the fake news that they're promoting and the real news that they should be promoting. But before we get into this, if you guys can, please drop this video a like, subscribe to the notifications on new video every single day. If you can, listen to the full episode of this show, The Joey Saladino Show on all the podcast apps. If you can, go there right now, click that subscribe button on all the podcast apps. It's the only way this show can get supported is if you guys listen to the show or go and become a Patreon member, which would be great, greatly appreciated. Now let's get right into this. And if I may, um, you asked about Hunter Biden's laptop. You also, in October 2020, dismissed it as Russian disinformation. Do you stand by that assessment? Again, uh, I'd point you to the Department of Justice and Hunter Biden's representatives. Um, I'm a spokesperson for the United States. He doesn't work for the United States. Go ahead. Go ahead. And, oh, okay, we'll do the last one here. Thank you, Dan. Uh, I have two. The most transparent administration in U.S. history cannot even answer a question about the Sun's laptop, which contains damning information about the Sun and about the now currently sitting president. So, and she was the one that went out and said it was Russian disinformation. And that came back as a lie, okay? This is the most transparent administration, people. You waking up yet? You know what? Send this video right now to a leftist or Democrat friend of yours that is still believing that that was some Russian disinformation or still uh, so somehow supports the Biden administration. So let's read. White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki refused to comment multiple times when asked about Hunter Biden's laptop and her previous comments. Real Clear Politics reporter said the New York Times has authenticated the emails that appear to have come from the laptop abandoned by Hunter Biden in Delaware. The president previously said that the New York Post story uh, about this was a bunch of garbage and that it was a Russian plant. Does he stand by uh, that assessment, he added. Uh, I'll point you to the Department of Justice and also Hunter Biden's representatives. He doesn't work in the government. Psaki was asked about the subject again and specifically about her past comments about the laptop being disinformation. Let's watch. The president has said, and you have tweeted, that allegations of wrongdoing based on files pulled from Hunter Biden's laptop are Russian disinformation. There is a new book by a political reporter that finds some of the files on there are genuine. Is the White House still going with Russian disinformation? I think it's broadly known and widely known, Peter, that there was a broad range of Russian disinformation back in 2020. Okay. I mean, to be completely honest with you, I would just assume that the vast majority of the Russian disinformation that's out there in the mainstream, that's not just in a little small uh, comment thread or a comment form that really doesn't mean anything, uh, most of what the left or the Democrats or this current administration has been saying is Russian disinformation was in fact just information. So when you ask about Hunter Biden's laptop, also in 20, uh, October 2020, dismissed it as Russian disinformation, do you stand by that assessment? Again, I'll point you to the Department of Justice. Okay. On Wednesday, a report from the New York Times confirmed we get the, uh, the infamous laptop, which was left in Delaware Repair Shop in 2019. The New York Post was once banned from Twitter for posting material related to the story while the Times said it was Russian disinformation and called the Post reporting unsubstantiated. Well, looks like we're right again. How many times do we need to be right about these big major issues? I guess every single time. We're right virtually every single time. We might get little things wrong here and there. New legislation has been introduced that would allow pregnant persons 
to kill newborn babies. Now, this is absolutely sick. One person uh, that was telling me about this story said up to 28 days you were allowed to not, not actually physically strangle and kill a newborn, but the bill goes on to say that you can basically let the baby die through neglect. But let's read. Let, don't, don't take it out of my mouth. Let's read what it actually says in the bill. So Maryland State, uh, also, real quick, before we read this story, just take a wild guess at what political party the guy is that introduced this bill. Just take a wild guess. So Maryland State Senator William C. Smith, Democrat, has introduced legislation that would effectively allow uh, parents to neglect their child to the point of death with no penalty in the name of protecting pregnant persons' freedom. Not pregnant women, pregnant persons, you know, because men could get pregnant now. This, uh, this is what it says in the bill. This section may not be construed to authorize any form of investigation or penalty for a person. One, terminating or attempting to terminate the person's own pregnancy or experience a miscarriage, perennial uh, death related to a failure to act or stillbirth. See, deaths related to a failure to act. So you're allowed to let your child die after birth. Senate Bill 669 very carefully makes exception for uh, perennial uh, death that occurs as a failure to act. According to Oxford, it's defined as uh, relating to the time, usually a number of weeks, immediately before and after birth. The bill says specifically that the state may not levy penalties or investigations against individuals who have experienced death related to failure to act. A failure to act could also be referred to as a failure to care. A death related to a failure to act uh, could be a baby who died because they were not fed, clothed, or cared for. Imagine a world where parents are allowed, uh, will, allowed to allow their newborn to starve or die of hypothermia as a result of improper clothing going unpunished. The idea is sickening. Senate Bill 669 gets more and more sick the farther you read. It also allows mothers to abort their fetus at any point, even past viability, if the fetus has uh, a dis disability. The wording of the bill seems to allow such murders, even up to the day the child is supposed to be born. Let me read what it says here. It says, The state may not investigate or penalize a pregnant person for terminating the person's own pregnancy under any circumstances, uh, except as otherwise providing in the, su in the subtitle, the state may not interfere with the decision of a woman pregnant person to terminate a the pregnant's own pregnancy before the fetus is viable or any time during the uh, the person's own pregnancy. If the termination procedure is necessary to protect the life, the fetus is affecting the genetic defect or serious uh, deformity or abnormality. Ab Except otherwise provide, okay, this section alone justifies a mountain of disgusting possibilities. Does your child have Down syndrome or any other uh, deficiency? Does that justify abortion? What about a minor defect uh, that would allow otherwise not affect the person's quality of life? You know, you could use that as an excuse. So my baby has this missing a toenail, has a defect, you know. That is a, basically a genetic defect at the end of the day. I think we're probably all born with some form of genetic defects. I'm sure there's different, uh, you know, I'm sure if you're probably born with with some type of skin discoloration, that's probably considered a genetic defect. You know, that, that, that's such a broad, wide term. But this is sick. 
Of course, they'll be proposing something like this. This, I, I'm curious. I want to know what type of vote goes down on something like this, and I'm going to be following it and seeing who votes in favor of it, if it even gets to a vote. Uh, so the mainstream media headlines mislead about a story of an anti-Putin Russian model's death. So listen to this. This is a headline from the New York Post. Russian model who trashed Putin on social media has been found dead in a suitcase. Now, if you're seeing this headline, if you're seeing this title, you're thinking, oh, my God. This, 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 Putin's nuts. Putin's crazy. Obviously, she was killed because of what she was putting on social media. First off, regardless, this is a sick story to even talk about or think about because she was found dead in a suitcase. Two, it's even more sick of the mainstream media promoting this as such and completely misleading. Now, here's the thing. Here's the thing. This is a factually true statement, a factually true headline. That's the problem. But it's a dishonest headline and a dishonest statement because she is a Russian model. She did trash Putin on social media, and she was found dead in a suitcase. But are any of these things correlated to each other? Absolutely not. So let's read. Let's read the truth. So uh, multiple news outlets have reported on the death of the Russian model who called, uh, who called Vladimir Putin a psychopath, but misread leaders with their headlines. This shows a bunch of people tweeting it out. Let me see how many. Oh, this one's got 2,000 likes talking about it. Okay, the New York Post titled, The Russian model who trashed Putin on social media found it in a suitcase. Fox News has also had a very similar headline. However, both of those imply that the model's death was connected to her comments on Putin. Shortly into the article about her death, it's revealed that she went missing a year ago. While it was after her anti-Putin rant, the two events did not appear to be connected. The ex-boyfriend has now confessed to strangling her to death before driving her 300 miles and abandoning the body in the boot of a car. Uh, reportedly told authorities that he slept in a hotel room for three nights with her dead body, which was stuffed in a suitcase. Someone tweeted out, now exhausting mainstream media, if you were uh, to just read the headlines, you may have think she was kill killed for calling Putin a psychopath. However, and then it's quoted, over a year after her disappearance, she was literally disappeared for over a year. This is nothing to even pertain to what's going on now. And it just shows a bunch of mainstream media headlines. Model who called Putin a psychopath found dead inside suitcase. Model who called Putin a psychopath found in a suitcase. Clear psychopath. Russian model who criticized Putin found dead. Boyfriend confesses to murder. At least, at least that one. At least said the boyfriend confessed, but they still got to throw that, that Putin stuff in there. The man, uh, let's see. The man then left her body in the trunk for a year but kept posting in her social media pages to make it look like she was still alive, said the New York Post. So they know the story. That's the thing. It's just like with the Young Turks, where the Young Turks were saying that um, the Black Panther director was arrested because of a racist woman. Meanwhile, that woman that reported him was black, and that's what the story is and what the story is about. They're purposely going out of their way to lie and mislead. That's the problem. You're writing the story. You're reading the story. You know what the story is about. You know the core fundamental principles of the story, and they just go complete 180, and they, and they decide. They make a conscious decision to lie and mislead. In January 2021, uh, she made the comments about Putin's crackdown on protests and his desire to enhance the integrity of Russia. This is a quote. I can only assume, in my opinion, clear psychopath uh, I've seen in him, uh, she said, according to the mirror. 
Psychopaths is an important, uh, consistent, uh, constantly experiencing a sense of fulfillment and sharpness of life. So they love risk, intense experiences, intense communications, intense activity, and intense and dynamic life. She added, okay. Obviously, tragic. This is awful, and this is tragic. Uh, but at the same exact time, uh, it's absolutely sick in the head for the mainstream media to use this and lie about this. Is that it's. Is absolutely not. It's actually sick. It, it actually makes me sick. And that's coming from the New York Post. Didn't the New York Post once post about, you know, let's see, who, who wrote this? Pillar. Oh, I, I guess maybe this is sourced from Fox News or something. I don't know. I really don't know. I'm, I'm pulling up the person who wrote this article. It's just some woman. Um, oh, God, I can't even get to the website. You got to allow ads. See, now this is the reason why people trust, I don't even call myself an outlet, this is the reason why people don't trust the mainstream media, and this is why people like you guys watching this and listening to this would rather get your news from people like me on the internet because we're the ones that's shifting through and going through the garbage and going through the bullshit and actually giving you guys what is actually going on out there. Obviously we're not perfect, but you know where what our attentions are. So this is uh, Pillar Iris. As a multimedia journalist and more than 10 years of experience in broadcast and digital and print production, she covered a wide variety of topics. Now, listen, I guess the article is factual and whatever, but is it even up to her that writes the headlines? That's the thing. Like When it comes to the headlines, I don't know if there's somebody else that's like, okay, well, we just need to pump out and generate headlines that will get people clicking. Um, that might be out of her wheelhouse as a reporter to, to do the headline. Don't really know, but whoever, at least whoever did that headline, that was, uh, that's pretty disgusting. But anyway, guys, let me know what you think. Please drop a video like, subscribe to Impulsifications on new video every single day. If you can, listen to the flips of the show, the Joey Saladino show on all the podcast apps. If you can, go there right now, click that subscribe button. The only way this show can get actually any for, so, form of funding is if you guys listen to the show on all the podcast apps or if you become a Patreon member. Do either or. goes a long way. If you can't do either or, just click the engagement buttons. Thank you guys so much for watching. Listen, peace out.